So then my grandma starts watching and then the whole family's there and, and we just decided, you know what, enough is enough. We got we to gotta disclose what's happening. So we went to the president and after speaking to him, he, he said some very mean things to us. So we decided we were just going to quit doing it forever. No, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so there goes my weekend plans, you know? Which is how we got you on the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Arathian Unofficial Spoiler Podcast. I am Ben Sexel, and here with me always is... Since uh, Steve here again, people. And uh, we've got another guest today, and uh, fresh off the show. <laughs> yeah, man, special guest, our very first cast member, Messi was taken. Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a dumb joke. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one stays in. Okay. <laughs> that one's staying in <laughs> Those are just like Scott. Pirates. Oh. <laughs> There's got to be a change to the setup today because, um, in order to understand what happened in Ridge Side, we, we have to go through how the heck Kingmaker ended up in the same place they were with, with our fun mm -hmm. little Ridge Side crossover episode that happened. So. I know nothing about this, so I think the plan here is you guys just had your first cast member on, and I'm just going to sit silent for the first like half hour here and just listen. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's probably not going to take that long because it's all gone bad, basically. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw in a couple tidbits, like... You know, I'll throw in one of those. I'll throw in, like, a, really? You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll get some sound effects for you guys to layer in there if you want. So I'm looking at the notes for it. Excited. Yeah. Well, this these episodes that we're talking about are going to be Kingmaker Season 5, Episode 8, and Regicide Season 5, Episode 8. But it's not really just Regicide. It's like the mega season crossover four. we've all been waiting for. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Season 4. Damn. Season 5? <laughs> you have another time glitch there, Vanna? That's... <laughs> Well, you see, much like Cadis. <laughs> it's been years, man. It's been years. <laughs> There's an extra season of Brother Fight out there somewhere that only Vance has seen. <laughs> I wonder what they want. So, um, they came up to the temple, and um, the Emperor let Kroll see through first. Ellen took a little bit of time, but uh, thanks to his connection to Marty, he was able to get through. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Rayrud was the odd man out. He couldn't see the structure, so. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, um, actually, I don't think you're going to be able to be as quiet as you thought you were going to be messy. It's kind of like oh. how Elijah was the only one who couldn't see the entrance because Rayrin yeah. was the only one who couldn't see the entrance. Maybe it's something with the Moltons. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're practically related. Rayrin and I are practically the same person, so, yeah. Honestly, I really can't think of any distinguishable differences between us at this point. <laughs> I mean, other than a little couple of personality quirks, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think we're the same. No, yeah, especially what what's going on with the Discord right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Afterwards, so Ray, uh, Kroll and Illin are both looking for you know entrances to the Ziggurat, and Rayrin is like, "Cool, I can't see it, so I'm just gonna chill here." And then 12 soldiers walk up on him. Yeah. Um, turns out that if you piss off a commander in front of his troops and that sort of thing, maybe the troops will take a front to it. <laughs> yeah, they all got crossbows, and they're all like... Well, half of them are crossbows, half of them are swordsmen, but yeah. True. So it's half and half. And they're all like, hey, um, asshole, we're going to take you out today. And, you know, Rayrin verbally jabs at him. And then they go, oh, it's fight time. And then a huge fight happens. 
<laughs> which I kind of didn't see the party walking away from. Well, considering the number of curses and trump cards and fortunes favors that flew that episode, um... <laughs> Messi, you might be surprised. That was all Aklo. Aklo dropped five curses. And no, I dropped one of the curses. I'll be fair oh, there. Okay. I dropped one of them. <laughs> but um, and job, Steve. Aklo dropped everything else, <laughs> more or less. There were you five are... curses in the trump card, dude. <laughs> very, very brave taking on Kingmaker like that. Um, I have to commend you. I mean, Kingmaker's had three trump cards at once at one point, so... <laughs> Thank you for your service. That's all I'm saying. appreciate it. You know, someone's got to be the guy to uh, hit Kingmaker when they're down. And, and since there's a, there's a treaty between parties, so, like, I can't do anything to them. They can't do anything to me. We, uh, you know, I'm glad that you guys are taking the initiative on that. I never saw no treaty. <laughs> um... Yeah, so they're they're basically only able to uh, take down the party because I mean take them down because uh, well shout out to Ellen who's basically the healer tank in the in the entire fight. Yeah, it's kind of thing. There's also something we should mention that they're all life linked. Um, the party members are all life linked, and all of a sudden Kroll disappears in the life link. Oh yeah. <laughs> and next thing next thing Rayon realizes is that he's. Fighting like eight of the guards all by himself because uh, Ellen's disappeared too. These <laughs> the dude creatures that um Elijah experienced in the past. The mean people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've encountered those too. <laughs> yeah. I think they're called temporal <laughs> filters. I think that's what they're called, which is a really freaking weird name, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fun. They're fun. Yeah. But um, without the temporal filters, they wouldn't have gotten to the cigarette. So. <laughs> No. <laughs> so is it a curse or is it is it a blessing you know you never really know with these things you know sometimes uh sometimes raren when he does his you know best uh something bad happens and when he does his worst something good happens you know it's just you know it's yin and yang yeah. you gotta take the good with the bad and in this case i think the beans did a good job uh, i wish they had done more damage possibly killed them all that would have been cool. you know we do what we can <laughs> Well, they definitely put Kroll on his back foot. <laughs> Poor Kroll. Um, so yeah, it ended up being Raven having to fight and kill all the all the soldiers by himself, and then Mummy turns around to find out where the heck everyone disappeared to. Oh, now you can see the ziggurat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, it's really sick. Yep. I think one of the curses came in there because he got really sick. <laughs> Couldn't do anything. <laughs> so yeah, <weird>. that <laughs> I just want you to imagine in, in a like a campaign where you pass it like a DC twenty or a DC twenty five uh check, you pass it only to throw up all over yourself and fall down unconscious. And that's what's that's the good side effect. Yes, good job. You did it. Here's your yesterday's lunch. Yeah, that's also the side effect of a nat 20, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They should or have crit, crit success, yeah. Good thing with Pathfinder, though, is that they can build up, so if they don't have a crit success thing, if they get a one, they, they can get higher than just the one. Yeah, like, yeah that's true, that's true. Because one of the characters I had in the thing has a plus 18 to stealth, so he can't fail stealth if he gets the thing, so. <laughs> yeah. 
I agree. I do think some people are cowardly and choose to go that route. But, you know, I and my team, we decided we were going to take the crit success and fails. And I, honestly, I think we've had nothing but good things come from it. I can't think of a bad thing ever that's happened from this. Especially not at the end of... I can think of one to OPS at the moment, but... um. <laughs> no, no, they're all good. They're all good. They've all yeah, worked out. There are one. Yeah. And so, um, while he's debilitated, uh, Kroll comes back with her filcher. Oh. Um, Kroll mm-hmm. doesn't have any armor, and Kroll doesn't have any weapons. <laughs> yes, one of those. Oh, right in the future. Because they, what the filters do is they move you forward about, I think it was six or seven rounds. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. terms of time, sort of thing. So, Raven's on the ground picking his guts up well crawl pops up again and then like a round later Ellen pops up again and uh crawl's getting beaten the hell out of by the one filter with him and uh Ellen's seeing the other one on fire yeah i gotta start watching kingmaker because i really like to watch them all get just beat up i love it yeah so <laughs> Ellen was able to pull the emperor out and uh crawl was able to pull the emperor out and to uh, do all the punching for him and Run away to Ellen so Ellen can heal him, and Ellen able to use Scorching Rays a couple of times against the one that's attacking him, and then the one that's attacking him jumped on Raven's back. Yeah. And, Ellen um, seems like a good guy. Oh yeah, I'm he's sure definitely bad will happen to him. He's he's uh, MVP of of the party, you know. Yeah, especially yeah, during I'm combat. Glad, I'm glad he's around. He probably did do the most damage. He did the most healing, and he probably took. Like close to the most damage, other than Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> he gets MVP trophy for this uh, session. I mean, for this uh, combat. So, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I think one of the reasons that the party struggled with this fight for so um, so much was because they weren't prepared, like Regicide, to do combat. Like Regicide yeah. is always prepared to do combat. These guys yeah, have been we're never surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these guys have just been sitting around for the last like three years never entering combat except for a war <laughs> and then their skills didn't really matter so yeah war doesn't really count you know no one really <laughs> dies in war so no no yeah not at all all the unless they're opposing raven but um that's a case of um Someone doesn't know that um, you should probably let the enemy run away. <laughs> should, should you let some of them live? Maybe, maybe you'll, maybe you won't be so. Uh, Listen, like one guy. They let one live, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that one, that one guy. If you let the most important one live, okay. oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad that they're, you know, turn turn a new leaf. This could be a new chapter for Kingmaker. <laughs> when where they start doing good. Yeah. No, no. no well, who wants it? Oh. <laughs> I'll stop. I'm setting up for something else. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's a good bit, actually. <laughs> so, um, after they kill the Temporal Fleshes, they um, line up all the bodies. And uh, that is how <laughs> they line up all the bodies on the step of a ziggurat. 
and that's how yeah. we go to regicide. It's crazy. <laughs> if they wouldn't have done that, if they had like hidden the bodies somewhere, would I'm not sure we would have done what we did. You know? Yeah, one of this, the this ideally was them trying to hide it, but they were thinking about oh, this is how we saw the keep when we couldn't see through it. Maybe no one else will see them if we put them here. And weren't counting on the fact that you guys are coming behind them and uh, could see through it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, it was also like, at first, a respectful thing, wasn't it? Like, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to respectfully. Oh, I'm sure that was the case with some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Line the guys up in the hot sun. <laughs> But um, from there we can jump straight into regicide. Yeah, I I don't honestly I don't even remember how we started the episode because it was we did we immediately start with traveling? Um, yep. yeah, you're immediately traveling on so that sort of okay. Yeah, so here's a little behind the scenes. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this. You probably did, but I'll say it anyway. Delric was like, "Yeah, you guys have like 15 minutes, and we're gonna get you in the temple." Like, 15 minutes. That, that should be plenty of time to get you guys in the temple. And uh, he, he told all the Kingmaker crew, he was like, alright guys, we're starting at this time. Be there at this time. I will have them there in 15 minutes. Don't worry. Um, um, yeah. I think it took like 45 minutes. Yeah. And Kingmaker yeah. in the chat. That we have like a little lounge chat. They type in and they go, Scott, you told us to be ready 30 minutes ago. What is happening? <laughs> They're still traveling. <laughs> They haven't even got to the temple yet, Scott. And then, uh, and then who was it? I think it was Tyler. Tyler was like, "Hey, blame Messi." I'm like, what? "I didn't do anything." <laughs> and then, uh, but anyway, we, we figured it out. We got there on time, and then it ended up being okay because Neil was asleep. Neil didn't know. Yeah, his alarm didn't go off. So, I mean, that that explains the reason that um, speak with dead was uh, rushed. Yeah, was, there's yeah. there's so many arguments in chat about freaking. Wait, no, are they yeah. using... They can't be using um, 5e rules for that, can't, can they? No, they're probably using Pathfinder rules. But then they can't yeah. do it that... They can't do it rapid fire in quick succession like, like that. that. Yeah. It was like... Yeah, that was not just being like, I don't care. Just ask what you need to <laughs> Figure it out anyway. Just shut up. <laughs> Go in the stupid <laughs> temple. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Yeah, we had a... Uh... Well, Barnsley for finding out about the um, corpses, like, immediately. <laughs> oh, um, quick thing, Steve. So, last night's episode was six hours long. My notes stopped somewhere around hour two, three. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't run over this in sequential order like we just did for Kingmaker. No, we're we're just going to, like, the high highlight notes. a few parts, yeah, and just talk about them. Because if we go over everything... We will be here for like two hours. <laughs> yeah, right. When it's three AM, um, and we still got people from Australia in the chat, like in, in voice call and the sun's coming up behind them and it's like, Oh god. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, it's like noon here now. <laughs> like, oh no. I think I think that yeah, um me and Vance have played in the facial game. I think this happened a couple of times because those ones were like freaking. They started around about like one or two in the morning for me, and just freaking the sun was literally coming yeah. up behind me. Is the thing, yeah. Yeah, it's great living in the same time zone as the DM because 
everything works on your time zone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep. he's like, hey, Regicide and Kingmaker are meeting up. That means you guys are going to go on Regicide time or you're not going to participate. <laughs> I mean, if they hadn't participated, they might not have been all in different planes at this point. <laughs> Honestly, not showing up for this episode might have saved you, Kingmaker, if you're listening. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> if Raven said, then he wouldn't have gone to those. <laughs> So not much happens outside the temple. Let's just skip through it. I mean, we we talked to the dead skull. We asked it some questions. Yeah, uh, had, um, training exoneration screwed out of one cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a little little bit of a rule bed in there. That's cool. David was cool. He was like, "Yeah, hey, I'll slide you guys an extra spell. That's fine. Just uh, hurry up because she gets a little testy if you take too long." And we're like, "Okay, thanks for the heads up, David." There's that little offer of exoneration there, and then. The whole mm-hmm. bad deception role. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For, uh, yeah. I forgot about I mean, that. Okay, is dead, isn't he? No, he is dead, isn't he? <laughs> just, you, know, just, you know, he's like the wind. You know, you never really know. He could be here. He could be there. You can't ever see him. You just, he feels effects. You know. I'm surprised Elijah didn't go with that. Um. That yeah, I mean, I said I had access to his skull the entire time. I never lied. <laughs> it didn't matter. I'll do that when I get out of the temple. I'm still in there, so yeah, that's gonna hard, that's gonna be a hard sell. Watch these eggs. They can't really tell that it's him. You can just say you can just say that you oh, found oh, it. Oh, this dead for sure. I wasn't lying. By the way, this egg that we found is completely unrelated. We're taking it with us. Bye. Thanks for exonerating us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll be exactly how it goes. Be like, oh, okay, yeah, see you guys. Because yeah, I don't think they saw Ophius into the temple in the first place. So. Yeah. Oh, the exoneration yeah. was bringing Raven out, dude. Raven's yeah. gone. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Cadus will back us up. Yeah. Yeah, but likely to believe Cadus at least. <laughs> yeah, but she, yeah. she seems like a, a woman who reads the contract like three times and just to get, um, make sure she can no, find loopholes in it. So. Type. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say I was I was a little nervous about bringing Cadus in in his condition, his mm-hmm. condition. I'm air quoting there for people can't see. Um, I was like, you know, in my head, I was like, you know, maybe I should tell Cadus to wait outside and say, you know, Cadus doesn't need to come in with us. But I'm so glad he came in because, <laughs> oh yeah, I, just quick spoiler. Oh, yeah. Sorry, he went in an old crippled man, and he came out a young buck. He looks great. <laughs> Feels. Like five hundred dollars, you know what I mean? Like if he was a, if he was a penny, he feels like a trillion dollars now. We walked out of, we're gonna walk out of there. He's gonna have like his cane and his hat. He's gonna be like swinging around gold chains. He's be like, yeah, I got it. I know what's going on. Barnes, don't even worry about it. And he's gonna back us up, and we're gonna leave it. Everything's gonna be fine. Time Temple Spa. Walk out feeling four years younger. <laughs> Forty four now. Oh shit! Cut that out. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, <clears throat> yeah so skip the questions because that didn't matter at all um, oh yeah not at all uh you guys asked well, well let's 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 say what you asked real quick it was um what is this temple for dude says for training and then arena asked um why are the lopers here he says what do you mean we were born here and then she asked how he died and he says i uh passed the first three tests and then i died uh on the yeah. Last. Yeah. Well, it wasn't last. It was. It was the next. The next. Yeah. Next. 
but I mean, for him, it was the last. Because so. that one was um, two cells. There's that, like, bar cells, and there's um, the mirror thing. You're supposed to concentrate whichever one it was that you're really good with and use that to get you and the person that you were with out. Mm-hmm. So you're both supposed to be working together on something like that. So the other corpse in there that you didn't take the skull of was probably that one was never heard from again, at least. <laughs> Speaking of never heard it from again, what about that soldier who was uh, totally in temporal with them all and then just disappeared all of a sudden? <laughs> I'm sure he's just chilling downstairs, drinking an iced tea, waiting for it to come down. Oh, now that you said that, I'm just imagining that they drank from that, they made the tea from that pool. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> like, oh no. Been years ago, you shit his brains out right now. There's a barrel. <laughs> oh, that poor bloody yeah, storeroom. <laughs> poor bloody storeroom. <laughs> for, for people who don't know what we're talking about, um, inside the temple, because oh look, we're in the temple now. Let's just jump to there. Oh, we're in the temple now. Yeah. Um, so we walk in, our party walks in, and uh, who was it? Kroll hears something, he yeah, turns Kroll. around, yeah, he hears something, and where you look forward, and we're like, Oh, there's someone else here, both sides at the same time. Nani, <laughs> and Ryan walks out with his sword drawn, <laughs> yeah, well, of course, he does. and then Ophios walks out with his sword drawn, so <laughs> you know, yin and yang, like I said, we're all the same, same party. Just more better. Um, <laughs> if only Kingmaker hadn't used up all those spell slots before they went in there. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure things would have been completely the same. Uh, so then we have a little heart-to-heart moment. Um, not really. Hold on. I'm yeah. looking at your notes here. These are very insightful. I was, I was expecting Rena to have some more to say, but um, she was actually pretty quiet, which I think... Yeah. I think that's a more of a meta thing than it was an in-game thing. It's because it's, you know, there's six people now. Not everyone gets the same amount of voice lines that they should have, uh, if you know, if it was just three. So, yeah, I think that's just... Unless you wanted to be there another six hours, then, yeah, of course we could have done it. But uh, we just wanted to... I think we were all like, yeah, we know we got to do a lot today, and there's there's always I mean, so much It was time. six hours. <laughs> Yeah, I will. I will let you know now. Scott had more things planned for us to do that he had to cut out, like Ooh. several more things. He was like, "Yeah, we got through most of what I wanted to do," and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> In an alternate timeline, we're up at eight a.m., still going, still rolling, but not this timeline. This timeline, I got, I got to sleep, which was nice. So, dude, I was up for about almost thirty-one hours because um, they just oh, called no. me into work last night. And they were like, hey, can you come into work? And I was like, I guess. <laughs> so that's the reason I stopped taking notes. <laughs> that's rough. So I, um, yeah, when I got home, the immediate, I immediately like took a nap for like two hours. So that is why my notes aren't as, in- <laughs> as much as they They're could be. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. I don't take notes at all. So seeing notes, <laughs> that's, that's new to me. And this is already blowing my mind. Yeah, he does do good notes. Yeah, he does. Um, yes, we all introduce ourselves. We have that short discussion. Do we want to go over? We just kind of did some lore swapping. Yeah, lore swapping. Some pieces of the puzzles we didn't have filled in. Yeah, like, uh, Ophios and Raven butting heads for a little bit in there as well. But yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that, those two were the people that were 
we knew we were going to do that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring up uh, Elijah outing uh, Raven about his uh, quote unquote familiar. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, more more deep cuts. Um, at the end of the stream, we all like hang out for like 10 minutes in that voice chat and in Zoom. And uh, Neil was like, the last thing he said right before we ended the, the call is he was like, Messi, I can't believe that you said the name of the. And then it cut out. And I had no idea who he was talking about. And I didn't I was too tired to message him. So I was like, wait, is there more happening? And I'm I'm just dumb. Like what what is he talking about? What did I reveal? But now that you said the imp thing, yeah, that's probably what he was talking about. Yeah. We definitely do. <laughs> He's mad about that. So that's how I know I did good. Well the, the best part about it was that Raven had asked for the um the hell axe back from Rena. And they were talking, and she was like, oh, I thought this was a gift. And he was like, yeah, just to keep you alive. And then you immediately interrupt that conversation talking about the imp, and Rena never gives the axe back. Because of that. <laughs> so we still got so- it, baby. We still got it, baby. That's the right side gets things done. Let's go. Filibuster it. <laughs> I mean, he might have been able to use it where he's gone, but... um. I don't think he's the X type anyway, so it's probably it probably probably fits better with Rena still. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, hold on to it for him when he gets out of wherever he is. We'll give it back. We'll get there. You know, that's like season eight, maybe. Figure it out. The thing is, it wasn't his to give in the first place. True, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Jake's other characters, but um, one that went to another plane first. So once that one comes back and finds out that his X is missing, <laughs> yeah, I hope they all meet up wherever they are but let's not jump there yet <laughs> we have like four hours of role play to get through first <laughs> i know we all want to get to the high notes of what happened at the end we're all just you know legs shaking you know jumping up and down in our chairs but let's uh i mean these notes are good we should use them you know <laughs> so what well, the uh some of the high points about that conversation between you and raven uh in the beginning that it's strange because he he won't admit it but he clearly has deep feelings for one clearly yeah Mm -hmm. elijah you know he he traveled back in time he saw one you know back when he he met one for the first time and he's like huh you know now that i'm on this water magic and i can travel back in time and see things I, i i clearly see that this person has feelings for one so he goes back to the present he's like hey I'm no matchmaker, but, uh, you know, one and this uh, girl that follows him around seem to be pretty well in- entitled to one another. And Raven's like, yeah, he has that effect on people. That's, <laughs> you don't say that unless, you don't, dude, that's not, that's not like a, you can't just go around saying that. To, like, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain myself here, but like, someone's like, hey, dude, like, your friend is pretty attractive, I guess. And he's like, yeah. He's so hot. It's like, okay, one of us clearly is a little, you know, he's got some feelings. And uh, I was just making an observation. He was the one who put his opinion out there. So I think that is clear. Uh, Chip you know? definitely jumped on that one straight away. <laughs> so maybe maybe if this, you know, maybe if I they mean, find each other again, they could, they could have something, you know, something buddy there. Uh, maybe Chad could help him. Hey, Chad, you too. Are part of chat in my mind, <laughs> but everyone else in chat too. 
drop some uh drop some trump cards some some blessings some curses try to make that love blossom yeah lo- love is definitely fun to go to the banjo <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe they come across a mage if it's got really powerful spells, you know, does a lot of like charm magic, you know, you never know. Maybe maybe when they're under the effects of this of this love potion, they you know, they they truly can speak from the heart. You know, I think I think there's some openings. I think you guys can make it happen. Love potions always help all the passions out. Yeah, I I can't think of a single time they failed. Anyway, so that's my um No, no adverse side effects from a love potion ever. You know, in no history, media, any any kind of form of love potion has it ever not worked out. So I think right. that should definitely be the avenue to go. So you know, that's something um, I'd love to see happen. That's my call to action. If there's ever a place to ask Rena to make something canon, that'd be probably it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the way he was blushing. Yeah, yeah he has that effect. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> now. I can tell him how I really feel. He said that. That's a that's a direct quote. I'm literally just playing back the audio of the stream right now. That's what's happening. You guys can contest. You guys can see my video. I've got it up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's true. Oh man. So, I, um, okay. I like. Sorry. I just like this note. Elijah asks if he has those feelings for one as well. He says no, but according to that meme by Viking Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I thought that meme was canon. I thought it was like the most it's canon. canon now, baby. Yeah. It's canon now. I don't know if I can make things canon, but I'll send in a formal request to Rena, and I'm sure we'll get this pat down by the end of the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we all know that's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Gets people off Elijah and Rena, by the way. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> people are on that? I'd rather have one in Raven happen than Elijah and Rira, 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's I way more interesting. Cadis and Rina thing. That works too, yeah. Everyone keeps <laughs> trying to ship Rina with everyone else. Like, there was Ophiel's Arena for a while, there was Elijah and Rina for a while, and Cadis and Rina comes and goes. Um, frankly, I think Rina should should end up with Barnes. That That's my push. Oh, I do too. But, you know, yeah. Cadis has been really hard, especially last night. You know, there was some Cadis, extreme you know, Again, going back to what we were saying before, Cadis feeling young again. You know, he's looking good. I think he can be anyone he wants. I think Cadis has no – he's got an endless supply of people. That he could, you know, plenty of fish in his sea. You know what I'm saying? But Rena, you know, she's a little standoffish. You know, she, she needs I mean, to take what she can get. Maybe Elijah needs to talk to him about that, you know? Let him know that uh, things aren't, you know, as close with Rena as he thinks they are. <laughs> yeah. He knows. <laughs> yeah, so we get the hell X. That's great. Love that. So one thing we forgot to go over, um, and this is important for later on, is that uh, Ilan immediately. Well, once they find out the find the room, Ilan immediately like dips his fingers into the water, into mm-hmm. the, the intelligence water, and um, he doesn't drink it. But after hearing Elijah's warning, he's like super not gonna drink it at that point, and that is how he becomes attuned with that. Well, no, he goes back and then dips in it once he hears after he hears the warning, he goes and actually has a proper dip in it, but make sure he doesn't drink any. Yeah. Well, he was already somewhat attuned to it, right? That, no, that's one of the affected by like, it, and then he got attuned by it from going for the actual like 
probably submerging himself. Yeah, he, did. he yeah. did the whole yeah, he went all the way under and came back up. So I don't know I, I don't know where he is now, but he's gonna come off that pretty soon. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, for people who do know where he is now, I'm sure it's not a good place to, you know, yeah. come off high like that, you know? No, not bad, at all. Bad trip, Especially you know? not with as few spell slots as he has. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Just fail the dice roll. That's all. Can't die from that. Who's ever died from failing I mean, the dice roll? We'll get, we'll get to it eventually, but he didn't really want to go to either of those places. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. We'll just, well, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting ahead. See now, I'm I'm the guy jumping in my seat. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, after a while of talking, they get the idea of um, there's enough of us here. Everyone could attune to something, and maybe they will help us when we get to the top. So we had only getting was- attuned to the water. It was Ophios was to the telekinetic barrier room. Elijah mm-hmm. had um, why'd you have to go to the storeroom? <laughs> Why you have to go back to the story? I, you know, I just can, I'm just a master of poo dust. <laughs> I went to the room that uh, Rena, you know, lost her brains in last time we were here. And um, I scooped them up and I put them in a jar. And I take it with me. That's my power. I have a jar of Rena's brain dust. Uh, okay, so, so real talk. It lets me control um, a lot of the structures in the building and... Um, yeah. What was it called? It was like planal dust or it's something? Astral, astral, yeah. astral plane material. Mm-hmm. Astral plane material, that's it. Yeah, so bit, quick discrepancy. I thought it was something different. I thought it was just like concrete mix that I could use <laughs> to make stuff happen. Like I didn't realize that I could make anything with it. So I just want to preface that for when we get to the end, because a lot happens at the end. All this ties up at the end. And uh, oh, yeah. the reason I didn't do the thing that everyone was telling me to do was because I didn't know I could. <laughs> so, well, that's that's, that's actually fair because, like, this is like the third time outside of like Dark Sun, my run through the temple, and this one are the only times I've been out in Silex. So I don't really know. Like, we didn't really do any of the crafting shit. So. Yeah, I'll, I might speak to uh, Dale Rick about retconning that because I feel really bad. And it, it, it's not a good look for me and my brand leave someone like that um and just be like yeah i'll go downstairs i'll leave you alone okay bye and i run off and then i can't do anything and i'm like well that's dumb so i'm, I'm hoping delrick will uh it was again it was 3 a.m guys come on cut yeah. me a break it's 3 a.m i don't know anything <laughs> okay i'm a low int player okay i'm sorry i'm sorry and that's the npc that delrick made me feel sorry for sorry npc <laughs> Um, it was also around about that time where Jake had to duck out as well for him. Oh yeah, going back to the temple. Yes, after we all started tuning to things, Jake had to dip out. Yeah. Fortunately, he's he was playing the character that had a ghost inside him that could take over. So that's convenient. Yeah, it's, it's, it's convenient when you have to suddenly have to dip out of a campaign for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. This is a taking note. While we have you here, what was um. What was uh, some of the arguments that convinced Elijah to actually go along with, hey, let's investigate this place that could possibly kill you? I mean, lore-wise. Obviously, we know meta-wise you, ha- you had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, to be honest with you, I didn't have a choice. Delrick has my child captive, and uh, no. Um, meta-wise was definitely a big draw to it. Uh, I think 
in game, I was trying not to address it because I didn't want to go off and explain it and be like, oh, uh, well, because of all this stuff. And like people be like, that's stupid. He shouldn't do that. So I was kind of like, I was kind of leaving it open ended why he would do that. But honestly, probably because Rena, Ophios, and Cadis all wanted to. And Smart when he's outvoted, I, he's he's one of those people that's like, you know, even if he's outvoted, the plan needs to work. So if there's a different plan that everyone else wants to go with and his is outvoted on, he's not going to be the guy who's like, well, you, you do it for yourself. You know, you're on your own. He's going to do his best to make that plan work. Um, yeah. And in this case, well, let's when we well, get to the end, we'll talk about how well the plan worked. <laughs> for Regis, thought it worked fine. I don't know what she's talking about. Well, <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then Tyler was a little annoyed because uh, Raven ended up getting attuned to the um, teleportation power. <laughs> the one yeah. is, is like one of the powers you didn't want him to have. <laughs> like, he, he snuck in. Yeah, did it to himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. if it if had been there with everyone with about upfront about it and that sort of thing, things could have gone differently, definitely. But um. Things happen the way they happen. Sure. I feel like maybe there were, there's like one that I would be okay with Raren having. Um, it would probably be the barrier thing that Ophios took, just because it seems to be the one that uh, suits him the least. But um, he wasn't going to pass that skill check. No. So it's it, there's not a lot he can do. You know, there's only a few that work well for him that he can mm -hmm. pass. Or rather, there's only a few that he could pass that don't work well for him. That's like, I don't want him in the water. You know, I don't want yeah, him. No, that, in the... that would have definitely been the scariest one <laughs> if, if yeah, they had been in the water. Yeah, I mean, best case scenario, he swaps with me. I guess that would make more sense. I guess for what we wanted to accomplish, but it, it all worked out. It's fine. And nothing went horribly yeah. wrong there. Ellen actually having that that um, ability to read people is probably the best thing because Ellen is a like, he's not a pacifist, he's... but he he's a moderator. He's a good guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peacekeeper for sure. Saved our ass, I guess, from infighting, <laughs> I should say. Mm, yeah, yeah, that was going to happen <laughs> if we didn't. That's definitely the two personalities of Raren and Nerfius. Those two definitely gonna think for you. So, because of the lateness of the thing, and we're still basically in the beginning. Um, you guys want to move ahead a little bit? To some yes. Yeah. So just a quick recap, we thought that getting all the attunements in the temple, attuning to all the special powers, would somehow give us the ability to fix time. So that's what the plan was. We went and we all tuned to something, and then we went on the first floor, and then we went upstairs, and we all tuned on the second floor. And Kroll made an interesting discovery. Take it away, one of you two, please. Yeah, um, so the Emperor was able to actually get control of the um, vision room, where he was able to bring people with him. So, um... Go back in time a little bit. Okay. Go back in time to first it was where you guys first went through, then when my guys went through, and then way back. Way, way back. Yeah. And Ophius tells the Lopez that I will kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like some teacher was showing his students how to use the room and he's like, Wait, there's people here that I can see? And he's like, Whoa, what's going on? And one of the students is like <gasps> Is that a snake person? This is 2,000 years ago. I hope we don't discover snakes 2,000 years ago. Instead of 
least some times I'm sure that won't alter history in any way, shape, or form. Whoa, what is that? No, if it's like, I'm a snake, I'm going to freaking stab you in the eyes. I'm going <laughs> to rip out your esophagus and, and find a new place to put it. The guy's like, ugh. And then we all went back to the, even further back. So I, I feel like that was like, I understand Ophios being mad and like threatening to kill a child. That's fine. That, that That's normal. But um, did it have to be a loper child from 2000 years ago that could easily just <laughs> be like, Hey master, I saw this snake guy and he's like, well, we should prepare for that. And then they get yeah. 2000 years of time yeah. to kill Ophios. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, maybe he stopped the whole freaking cycle. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe he was the catalyst that started this whole Slokover Sloper thing. Because everyone's be going that he's uh, that he might be his own great 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 times of times of hundred or so freaking grandfather was when the mole found him when he went through the statue before. <laughs> so he Yo. also started the war with the Lopers too. <laughs> That'd be crazy if Ophios was the Alpha and the Omega. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, is, is this going to make sense to people who haven't seen the episode do they know what's happening right now because I'm, I'm a little bit even i'm like th these jokes are a little meta like maybe well, we this, should this is the spoiler podcast so we kind of like just um talk about so that we can get discussed talk about things so we can get discussions in, in chat which we kind of don't have to spark this week because <laughs> they have been stopped <laughs> There's just a little bit more fuel to flame to keep it going. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be gone for a while. Yeah. Across the it's... whole world. Possibly multiple worlds. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so they go and see Abstergo 13 on this up top. Or mm. through different points of time. Yeah. So I felt like some people were starting to be bored to well, I was saying some people started getting bored a little bit, and they were like, you yeah, know, let's just do some combat because um, <laughs> they were all about seeing those statues, regardless of what. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Why they wanted to do that. I was like, guys, do not look behind the wall. What are you doing? It will literally kill you. I've seen it a thousand times. Literally, yeah, I've seen you all die a thousand times. Well, two of you die a thousand times. So please don't look behind the curtain or you will die a thousand and one times. Yeah, um, Chaos is, isn't an ordinary NPC, he's a villain, so he's, he's probably a little bit hardier, but he hadn't, he hadn't de-aged at that point. He was still his fucked up self. Or King yeah. could all used like half their spell slots, and that thing is pretty much immune to most magics. Yeah, so, well, um, at that point, Kane... Why am I babysitting these guys? <laughs> because you're Elijah, that's why. See, it, okay, I wanted to bring this up. Last episode um, for the podcast, I was talking about how Elijah is like, you know, like the the wise one in like kids cartoons and anime. Oh, on, you got that, that wise party guy. That's that's what yeah. Elijah is like. <laughs> and now, well, he's the older one, and Rena's more like you keep saying on the show, the protagonist <laughs> of the <this> show. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's come to pass. Now you know, don't want to spoil it, but <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Who cursed me? Who was that? It wasn't me. Who was it? I thought the mic curse is freaking kingmaker. Oh, man. I <laughs> who it is. Send me their address. 
I'm gonna go John Wick on their house. I know that there's someone, there's a new person in chat that's like, oh, I can use curses. But, um, yeah. New person well, in chat. They were new. new but they, yeah, it was their first, I think that was their first time using a curse. For that one, yeah. That's a bad curse to make, buddy. I picked on the wrong sorcerer, wizard. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so we well, talked to Baldi. That was an interesting um, conversation that uh, Ellen and Elijah had about uh, Guinevere. Also, I was hoping some more things would come out of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, it wasn't really a conversation. It was a, you know, yeah, just more of the same. How was she? No, don't tell me. I was saying that I think Ellen should have said something anyway. Is that okay? I'm gonna say how I feel. I think Elijah does care about her well-being, but he's, you know, it's it's kind of like that. I care if she's doing well, but I'm still kind of a little bit angry about the whole situation thing. Um. So you don't have to say if you don't want to, obviously. But well, Elijah's smart. You know, he's got a brain in him, and um, uh, he knows that he wasn't the first or the last person that's going to be experimented on. You know. He, that's pretty obvious. Uh, he also knows he's probably not the first or the last wave of experiments. There's going to be other experiments. Um, so in his mind, she is one of the people who enabled it, you know, and allowed it. Um, now, of course, she was nice to him, and he doesn't know this, but she did some stuff for him behind the scenes that was helpful. Um, but, you know, in his mind, he, he, she's part of that group, even if she was... The nicest one you know the one that he yeah. wouldn't mind if they all died that she doesn't you know but uh it's definitely not like um a situation that he cares for her to doing well he, he more or less wants to hear that it's not happening anymore and the okay. only person to get that answer from is her so you know yeah, you know you guys have all we've all been experimented on one way or another you know we all we've all been there very oh, yeah. experience, yeah. It's a common occurrence in America, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, comment. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick kingmaker thing, though. One of the reasons that, and I actually forgot this for a second. One of the reasons that Ellen didn't say anything was because Ellen made a promise not to say anything, um, not to let the information that she gave him to get out. Now, I don't know if you want to watch it or whatever so i'm not gonna spoil anything but she she told ellen basically everything and um he promised her that information wouldn't get out that's why he looked over to raven and then he stopped talking that was the. Yeah, i think i saw that episode that was the one where at the beginning that was like that was, it was kingmaker on wednesdays right and then mm-hmm. on friday when we played i told scott i was like hey scott i watched kingmaker this week and he was like oh and i was like yeah Tell me, Scott, why do I get more lore about my characters in other people's shows? <laughs> why does that happen? And he's like, oh. So I think I, think I know everything, but I, I, I try not to follow Kingmaker like completely because I do want to be surprised. Because like stuff like this, it was it was great. Like the ending, there was so like so much new puzzle pieces I got. Where I'm like, oh my god, that's awesome. And Scott's sitting there, which is. This big grin. He's like, "Yeah, you figured it out." You know, uh, Scott, Scott loves to see his players uh, try. So yeah. I'm trying yeah. to not cheat in this game of D and D. 
by looking up the lore online. <laughs> Quite literally. Shit. Like, even when I listen to your podcast sometimes, sorry, even when I listen to this podcast sometimes, I will listen to Regicide and be like, yeah, that's cool. I, I like that. And then I'll jump to the end because I don't want to hear oh. what happened in the other campaigns because I don't want to get spoiled. That's so, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure other people probably do the same for whichever shows they're on as long as they hear at the start that, um, yeah, the show didn't happen this week, so they're not wasting their time. Uh, again? Jeez, he's put on his Doxy number one flag. Uh, <laughs> takes off his Doxy number one hat. Puts on Raven number two. All right. What happened in Kingmaker? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. At least having a freaking setup for it so this, everyone knows that that's how it's going to go. That's. <laughs> no, I, I give her a lot of. Uh, I, I like to throw around a lot of trash talk, but they they know I only mean it most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. <laughs> so, All right, so Josh, right now, just ask him how Vaku's doing, just to see. <laughs> so let's talk about some of that abstergle 13 stuff dude <laughs> that because they also yeah just one little thing before that was that uh they managed to go back in time where the books were still whole up up top to Wait, yeah so the book there was a series of six books yeah and the one that they were reading was about how to possibly achieve immortality and yeah the, the idea of if your body yeah if your body doesn't age do you still age and it's like chat what do you think and that, there you go there you go i helped you guys out hey chat when you're uh in this scenario uh would you age would you get old would you be young forever would you mature at all how much is body how much is mind then again it kind of depends on the magics at play right it's yeah like, yeah oh it's definitely because some maturity can be chalked up to you not being able to do the shit you could you could do when you were uh, sixteen. So that's true. Yeah, if you're stuck as a baby forever, do you turn into boss baby? Like, is that the, I just hope you can find out. Is that what happens when you peak? Do you come out? Do you come out and you're like, oh, I'm two years old, goo gaga, and then like you don't age, like you don't grow up, so you stay like three feet or whatever. But how how tall is a baby? Like a foot. You stay like a foot tall. <laughs> yeah. What is that in um what is that in uh um metric? Like a half a meter? Is a baby about half a meter? Two meters is six feet. So probably under half a meter. Oh, one meter is three yeah, so under half a meter. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a, a half meter tall person and you're like, All right, go go live in a world now. You're forty years old. He's like wearing a suit and a tie and a fedora and he's like got a suitcase. I'm ready to go work for my living and walks outside and it's like would that happen or would it be a baby forever you know who knows like because if the mind doesn't mature like through aging would it just be a baby forever would there be something you get from experience that you can't get from they wouldn't be able to walk <laughs> they wouldn't be able to drive <laughs> i'm to crawl to work goodbye honey <laughs> drops on all fours starts crawling downstairs <laughs> So there's a funny you, you left the baby gate. I can't get out the door. The baby gate's latched. 
<laughs> also, I uh, I did send that thing to one funny one, and he just responded, and he sent me a, a emoji of someone shrugging. So uh, his last cool. scene, his last scene amongst the guards and uh, Horde Queen. So <laughs> you guys probably could have bumped into him at some point while you're running away, but we uh... <laughs> are right. Maybe Yandere. No, nothing bad's ever happened to Baku. Um, one bad thing, but um, yeah, one bad thing. I think meeting us was the best thing that ever happened to him. So I don't know what you're referring to. Well, it definitely did go downhill after that. <laughs> I think we set him on the right path. I don't think anything bad could have happened to him after he left us. After, after you guys were walking tall, and uh, after after meeting Kingmaker, he was hopping away. <laughs> Just put it that way. <laughs> you know what? Vaku's the kind of guy that no matter what happens to him, he'll always stand on his own two feet. You know what I mean? <laughs> he'll always push himself back up from the ground when he's down. It's fortunate that he's a freaking divine caster, so he has the opportunity to eventually do that. But, um... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... I'm sure he's got his head held high. Yeah. Another casualty of war, but yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> Another casualty, but he's still alive. Yeah, don't worry about him. <laughs> he's not a fatality. Stakely accounts winded most casualties, but yeah. All right, I'm sorry. I, I brought us off talk talking about. Josh. Don't worry, we always do it. Yeah, who? You know, like let's get back to what really matters here, which is Kingmaker and Regicide fixing everything and being awesome. Yeah, because actually things I actually fixed for a little bit, which is nice. But um, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Just whether or not they continue. <laughs> yeah, now so we get to Abstergo. Yes, we meet up with Baldi. He's all meditating in the past, and he's like, "You guys ever see um 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 Doctor Strange? You guys ever see Doctor Strange, the the bald lady? You guys ever see Endgame? I've I watched Thor the first one, and I stopped watching Marvel movies pretty much so. You should try. It's the great. There's, there's a few you can skip, honestly. But yeah, uh, so, it's, it's an working at a cinema and like going, yeah, I don't want to watch a movie again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, especially not at a cinema. Yeah, right now. Um, but uh, in, in the in Endgame, it, just to wrap this whole relationship up, uh, I think that um, we as the party were Hulk. And Abstergo yeah. 13 was the time lady who's yeah. like, things don't go exactly the way you want them to if you if you try. And we're like, we're going to try. And then she flicked us in the head and we, you know, yeah. bad stuff happened. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That was definitely the situation. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the saying that if he's a light, he's going to kill him with this thing. I was like, I really want you to fight him now. I really want you to fight him now. But if I, I was like, because my character's Jen, she's the one that knows probably knows him the best at this point. I'm just like, no, um, don't, don't do that. He might turn you into an egg. <laughs> Be careful. Abstergo 13 has this wonderful power of turning people into eggs, and you don't want that to happen to you. And if you don't fight him, then that can't possibly happen. Anyway, so. So at Pegra 13, we're talking to him. Does it, was it gendered as a guy? Yeah, it was him. It was him. Okay. Pretty sure it was him. 
So we're talking to him, and he basically fills us in that, oh, well, you know, I'm the 13th Abstergo. There's 12 before me. And I was like, I knew it. Everyone knew it. Um, 13th generation. Uh, yeah, and the Lopers were number 11, right? Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the whole group of us that went before you guys, and that's the thing. We, okay, my character being a wizard parent was on level 9. And we know these are 13, and we know that the two Martyr and the Arbiter were 12s. Where the fuck hey, did the Lopers come So I've been wanting to ask about this, but I've just been quiet because I didn't want to spoil anything. Jen is number 9. She's a gen- he's a ninth generation model sort of thing. What the hell is that? Magic cast, <laughs> magic cast, Wait. sort of cast class sort of thing. So like arcane casters and that sort of thing. Let's try to figure this out then. Do we know who number one is? Do we know who the first one was? I think it would have just been generic slave sort of type things. Okay. And then like and like each one afterwards is more specialized in something else. I think so, I think when I asked ten was leaders. Okay. Real quick. The mole, I remember they said that they experimented on their own kind in yep. the beginning. And then they stopped doing that. So could was that the first iteration then? Was the ones that they their own kind that they stopped experimenting on? Could be could that have I, been the beginning. They could be they could technically be generation zero, but or similar. Yeah, like I guess they started maybe they started counting after. Yeah, it's possible. Um, and then we don't know what, what's the next newest that we know because I don't think we know number two. I think the, I think the most we know is nine as the as the oldest being spellcasters because that's mm-hmm. what Jen was specifically told by thirteen. So I think we asked Scott afterwards what okay what what about some of the other ones and ten was leaders and like. Because it was a joke, a frickin' because Jen was female and, it, and him being a thing going, oh, you're a nine. I'm like, no, my character's just not exactly the best look at that sort of thing. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> and then someone else was like, so what, what, what would a 10 actually have been? And it was like, oh, like the leadership sort of type of pairing. So, so maybe the person who owns the gate could be number 10 or a number 10. Could, could have been a 10, yeah. Or Barnes could have been a 10, potentially, or something like that. Like, this like, could be a 10. Because it's, it's like what they're specialized for, and so far, Barnes is Barnes is definitely Perrin, right? I I haven't got that mixed up yeah. in my head. Yeah, well, yeah, Barnes, as far as we know, yeah. You know who yeah, that might be? Man. No, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, his yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah, uh, his dad. I don't think is one. Because we were told that it was um, that it was stolen before the Levens. I, I, I think I'm remembering it right. The, the crystal that Jonas is dead, everyone thinks is taken, and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, everyone so thinks it was taken his... before the Levens. That's what Abstergo reckons. Mm-hmm. So yeah, before he he was formed for sure. Uh, so but, that leaves so anything if... before eleven. But the dad, the okay. So Yondas's mom told him. That the dad needs the crystal to not age. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she well, she's obviously a loper, right? I wonder if she took it to keep him alive so that they could be together. You know? That's potential. Like yeah. A, like yeah. A, a, but then I don't know how they do children. <laughs> I don't know 
how Yondas fits into any of that. Is he even biologically theirs? Could he be half Loper? Like, who knows, you know? Well, you have siblings. I mean, you've had yeah. siblings. I you, have you, well, a brother. You have a current sibling, but you've had siblings in the past. So <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to think about it, yeah. But, and your uh, Yondas' mother also said before that she's not the first one. Well, yeah, I think that right. means that he's the one that definitely took the crystal. If she's not the first one, mm-hmm. it's possible. But so Giannis's siblings though weren't from these parents because he was, or at least from I'm not sure how the marriage works. If he has siblings, they can't be from the same two parents in this so time. Be half siblings. He wasn't. Yeah, maybe yeah. a half sibling because he was a Metahina until his younger brother was born. Yeah, and so I'm not sure. Metahina's oh, always the youngest. Yeah. And then when something's younger than you is born, they take the Metahina one. And the only yeah. other way to get rid of that is to do something impressive. One of the reasons that um, Yondas is a Metahina, though, is because his father's hiding the fact that he's been alive for probably over 2,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. So it's possible he has older siblings for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe Barnes is one. That would be cool. Who knows? Yeah. I'm just trying to think. We don't know how Barnes is so. We have no idea what your dad's done. <laughs> I got nothing. My 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 family history is uh, one generation, and I didn't even know my parents were what they were until like last week. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not I, by the way, I called it last episode. Yandis is the person who's going to save the entire universe. <laughs> He's going to well, when that crystal, when that crystal worked and it like let me. The, me, I'm not Yondis. Let Yondis not get frozen in time like everyone else. I was like, yeah, this thing's important. And I told Jake immediately after that session, I was like, Jake, dude, I think I can fix time and get your character back. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I found this thing that I think can fix time. <laughs> and then I don't remember. I, I, I mentioned to Scott about it. I was like, hey, Scott, can I fix time with the crystal I found? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> and i was like i figured it out i know i know what it is now i was it, it, honestly he just sold it bad if he was like no 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 then i probably would have been like ah, that's stupid yeah you're right no you're right but uh he said i don't know and he took a very long pause before and after i saw a bead of sweat go down his brow and i was like <laughs> i've cracked the code so i knew a week early that that was going to be the case and then he also told us how Rayron was going to go out. I don't know why he did, but he was like, oh. yeah. I, he was like, I got this whole plan set up, and then he told it to us. He's like, oh, but don't tell them, please, because I'm going to, I'm, I'm thinking about saving it, because I was going to do it when Kingmaker was going to leave, and then they didn't have to leave, so now I don't have to do it yet, so I'm saving it just for the right time, but please don't tell them, because I might do it. I'm not sure. And then he does it the next week. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. Uh, last episode, when we had Cell on, Cell and Steve had me convinced that I was wrong about the crystal. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, I'm probably wrong about the damn crystal because I was convinced, like, ah, that crystal was there before I stuggled 13, and the only reason he's up there, there. We didn't know it was there before him at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you guys had this one. I was like, yeah, that, the, the crystal has something to do with the thing, and he was like, mm, not according to what we heard, and I was like, shit, all right, fine. <laughs> Misinformation spreads quickly. <laughs> wow. you weren't snubbed you could have had that you could have been the first one you could have been the theory crafter 
nope. I know to like the the very the episode we got Yandis, um the episode that Yandis first met with his mother and um his teacher, I I, I already like theorized that, that that was what happened. So I don't know. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly I knew too. I didn't, but it's possible I knew too. If I keep saying it, then everyone might think I am a high int player. So, <laughs> of course. Yeah. You might have been the first. We should probably actually talk about this session, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, dude, yeah. we're, we're, this, is, this, is a, this is a fun episode. Don't worry about it. You know what I- uh, okay, so Abstergo 13... Sorry, I'm just going to jump cut this because there is another thing I wanted to mention, but it's like right after the part we were talking about. So Abstergo 13 basically tells us all the information we need to know. He spoon feeds it to us like we're children. And then um, and then he's like, yeah, I can... Oh, and then oh, and then the thing with Rayburn happens. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay, I didn't, I didn't watch that whatever season one episode of Kingmaker was. So even though Scott explained it to me, I didn't understand what was happening. And then when it happened in real time, I was like, yeah, I still don't get it. <laughs> so if one of you guys could please explain to me okay, um, uh, what happened. So um, made a deal with the devils, right? That deal involved a bunch of ooze that oozes all a bunch of souls. Those souls okay, were so supposed Giannis, to have gone to... Giannis is session zero when he was on the boat and he was going through that lake and it had yeah. ooze over the top layer. And you're like, this is weird. Those were souls? Yeah, and that was a deer, right? Yep, that was. So the soul. So the reason that the they were souls, like Steve is saying, is because of a curse. That was. It's part of the a deer curse, and session. I mean, season one was all about Kingmaker crew going around and trying to figure out the curses and break the curses so they can become kings later on. Mm-hmm. And then I'll let. So yeah, there, because there's all their own keeps and all the curses, right? There's one in the one underneath Hood Gwyn amongst the sewers and that sort of thing, which is basically full of ooze. They emptied the keep of ooze, and that's how they broke the c- curse. That's how the ooze ended up in the water that Yondas went through on the boat, um, that sort of thing. And uh, Rayron, they ended up having to fight um, devils, and they keep blaming me for a curse on that one, but I didn't actually drop a curse on that one. That was entirely... Um, Tish rolling and one on a summoning scroll, which ended up summoning a de- ended up summoning a devil, and then that devil summoned another devil, and then oh. yeah, and they realized they couldn't fight him, so they made a deal like, okay, let us just clear the curse of this keep, and uh, you can have the land and that sort of thing, and if we come back, we'll we you own our souls and that sort of thing. Like, okay, yeah, we'll do that, and then Raven decides to go back there for some fucking stupid reason. Ends up almost dying again, and they're like, "We're gonna have your soul." And this thing, like, "No, I got this off for you. See all this, all this um slime. You might want it." Devil sticks a finger in to the ooze, takes a sip. Oh, these are souls. Okay, there's probably about ten thousand here. Like, yeah, so um, give us power, please. And an imp. So that's how Phaedra pumped into the thing. And um, well, the the main reason he did it was because one um they. Hodgwin was having a water shortage, and they were imagine uh, why, really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, they they were so the way Hodgwin was doing it is that that in order to get water for your family or whatever, you had to join the military because they planned on taking over a deer at that point. So, Mm. in order to lower the forces again, um, that Valoran would have to fight. Raven thought um, 
having those souls get out be out of the way was the best way to do things so that uh, so that normal people can have water and also during the deal um he made it so that the devils wouldn't have their souls automatically <laughs> because no, he went destroy the old too. destroy the old deal in favor of this deal yeah so there you go nullify the old deal so, to make this deal happen again so okay. that's that's the whole rare and soul ten thousand souls thing yeah, and those 10,000 souls were all belong to the Ooze plane, and that pissed off the Ooze god, who um, sent someone to go collect them. When he was at a point <laughs> where all the planes were pretty much right there, as was explained during this episode, where Illidan could feel all the planes in that area. Gotcha. And so they probably found them pretty easy from um, Raven being there. Okay, so Raven gets eaten by a slime. And we try to stop it, and I tried to stun it, and it didn't work. And the slime eats them, and then they're gone. Whoosh, they're gone. And, wh- okay, so why was there a little person growing <laughs> So in that, that keep, so much that I do? Yeah, in that keep, um, Raren failed a perception check and basically had um, like a almost like a facehugger sort of encounter. In there with a slime, with a, with a slime, like it was, it was searching around a bunch of beds and that sort of thing, looking under a bed, and all of a sudden, a piece of slime jumps out and attaches itself to his neck and that sort of thing. And all of a sudden, he can't remember what the heck happened and that sort of thing. He was like walking around the bed. Mm. So, this entire time, he's had that on the back of his neck since season one. Yeah, so I want to commend Scott because I think, I think, um, after they actually remembered that Raven had the. <laughs> the parasite on his neck he immediately turned that into the uh, uh the girl that we've been all talking about recently <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is just great dude <laughs> I, I, i'm sorry first of all <laughs> the whole yondas thing where he all right re- rewinding back a bit more yondas or actually it'd be forward from where we are in the flashback mm. but still a flashback um yondas is traveling from the where he all the orcs died and he's like oh this sucks and he's traveling home to uh bard uh osto is that what it's called it's towards the south and bards towards the west against the north oh okay so, so i think yeah i think it's osto um he's got that's where his family lives mm-hmm. and he's traveling there and he happens to go through this little time storm whoa and then he walks into a town full of mole people that he doesn't know are mole people and uh, he just sees a bunch of slave pair in there um and he approaches one and he's like hey i've been traveling for some time do you have food and water that i could have i can pay you some cold for it and she was very excited he gave her two gold for it and and then she's like thank you like pokemon waving in the <laughs> sunset as he walks away um so now Back to the present, not flashback anymore. This little slime person grows up into that woman. Well, Raren also from had little a, yeah, flubber also situation. A, yeah, Raren also had a time situation where he met her too and gave her another gold. Dude, she was so excited about those two gold that Yandis gave her. It was like she was going to change her entire life because Yandis gave her two gold because she get, he got uh, he was given food. Like she was so excited. She, she bought her freedom and then somehow became slime. That's that's why I'm confused. Yeah, How everyone, was she slime for so long? 
the curse the curse in that keep turned everyone that was there into that slime into that soul slime mm-hmm. and everyone else was all congregated and it seems that she must have separated somehow so either that means she was pretty powerful or just lucky if she bought her freedom she could have been leaving going somewhere else and but she was still to be like she was still in that place yeah. when the curse hit so she yeah. could have been about to leave or anything like that or she could have gone there and got a job there or something like that after being free or whatever but either way she was still there when the curse hit and that turned her into a slime and i just thought about this what if she called she would... yeah i mean well my thing i was gonna say is what if all the slime were just parent and then um, the only reason she was able to have like consciousness even while a slime is because she had so much hope for the future at that either point. Either that time. would have been affected by all the freaking time shenanigans and meeting all these time travelers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that would be the reason she had so much hope to begin, to begin with because otherwise she'd just be another fucking parent slave. That's so she's, she hid under a bed and hoped to be human or parent again for hundreds of years only to jump at Rayrin and absorb herself into his neck and then sit there for like a year or so and then just happen to grow and pop out at the top of this tower like that it's just i don't know like there's there's definitely you know there's definitely some way that these pieces all connect but um i'm sure that was just scott throwing in a funny bit but like if that's a thing that's going to be like a thing for a while, I, I think there might be something else to it. Like if Scott planned on that happening for, for her specifically to be it, there might be something else with her. She yeah. might be a little important. Yeah. Oh, she's definitely going to be important now. But I think it was just cool for chat to see it originally. So. Yeah. But now she's going to bring her out. <laughs> Wait, you were tempted was, to what? When she was growing from this little pea to, to full size, I was tempted to be like, yeah, Elijah stomps on it. <laughs> it doesn't stop growing. But um, that it wasn't necessary. I just, I was like, yeah, let's just see what happens. There's no point. It's becoming something. It could be some so. sort of connection with the ooze plane helping it grow or combination with the time yeah, growing really freaking fast up top there. <laughs> Probably could also. That could also be it. Yeah. Um, so now going to the thing I actually wanted to talk about after Absurgo 13 brought us back to the present, back to the future, <laughs> after he brought us back to the future, we're all top of this tower and he starts leaving. I asked Scott, I said, is there something, is, can I get one more question to Absurgo 13 or is it too late? And Scott was like, yeah, it's too late. I'm sorry. The thing I wanted to ask was, um, I wanted to get from Absurgo 13, where is Jen Mollis? Where did she go? I don't know. How can I find her? <laughs> I don't know, but and, I really uh, don't know. suggest you guys find her. <laughs> never know. She's got some. She's got, I'm sure, more information than we got oh, from Absurdo. Oh, definitely. But her personality yeah. is not a good one. <laughs> she's she's oh. definitely an evil character. So that's good to know. I'll keep my eyes peeled. And from what Steve told me, she's like a hardcore parado. Um enthusiast so well and you're from a case, of, a case of okay i want power how am i gonna get power oh we're in an empire that's conquering the world i'm gonna make myself powerful here <laughs> <laughs> and fuck anyone else that gets in my way <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm scared yeah. um, she's lower level <laughs> than you guys when i last saw her but 
she's been with Abstergo 13 the entire time, so I don't know how that is going to freaking... Um, yeah, now. now there's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> and then you said student. Uh, you said that the Lopers were his students now. I'm like, oh yeah, dude. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have let him go like that. Although I don't think that we could do anything if he can control time. There's no way to like. I was. It's a really bad idea to fight him while he's still in control of time. And two. Even after he's done controlling time, this guy's been alive for thousands of years controlling time. He's probably got some other spells or something. <laughs> like at the very least, he could probably one shot us all. But uh... he's 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 supposed to have mastered all the freaking different achievements that are at that temple as well. So yeah, maybe he's just a divine being now that we just leave alone. You know, maybe he'll go do something in another plane. You know, bother the other plane people. Uh, yeah. You know, like Redicide Planeswalker, or Aurora and Planeswalker, I'm sorry. Aurora and Planeswalker, maybe he'll be something with them. That would be cool if he just leaves our little band of heroes alone and just goes after Raerun for more. Oh. That'd be awful. And Tyler was wanting to fight him, eh? I was just like, please fight no. him. Please <laughs> fight him. Please, just, just you fight him, please. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing because of uh, something that Neil said. Regicide committed regicide on the Kingmaker crew. <laughs> yeah, no, he's right. He's right. Yeah. Maybe that's what Scott wanted. Maybe Scott was <laughs> trying his best. Oh, man. oh yeah, we forgot to talk about Ellen and where he went. Um, Ellen, after seeing uh, Rayren get swarped away by the oh, yeah. uh, messenger from the uh, Ooze plane. Slime guy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mentioned the chest. He decided. And he goes, oh, yes, let's use the chest. And he goes to go jump in there. It's like you could have just—I I was just suggesting maybe you can use the chest to get some clothes for this person that's popped up in the temple naked. No, you want to jump in the chest and go freaking where? <laughs> yeah, he's Ellen. Ellen knew what he was doing, and then he rolled a twenty-four. Well, the thing is, <laughs> both me and Naga typed it at the same time on my screen. It showed it me at the top, and usually whoever's at the top's the one that rolled it. So, which sucks although i wonder he okay sorry so he jumps in the chest and then he was like oh 75 percent chance to go to the whatever plane you want to go to and he's like oh i want to go to the positive one okay great and he rolls and he rolls lower 25. than the 25 by one point <laughs> so then he ends up falling into the negative plane right that's what it's called the negative yep. plane yep. negative energy plane okay. positive energy plane yeah so he he's going there now but I, I honestly i think he might fare well in the negative one or better anyway although yeah when he comes once off his he, high it's gonna be rough once he comes off his high and once he runs out of spell slots he's fucked yeah because you have to be able to constantly keep yeah. yourself healing because that place is con going to constant continuously damage you if you went to the positive energy plane being able to heal is a bad idea because you'll yeah. overheal and pop one of my characters almost did that. <laughs> I guess he could just start beating himself up. Yeah. Start like, but the healing himself. will ramp up to the point where you're going to be like cutting off an arm the entire uh, time doing that. Oh, it, it ramps. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so he doesn't have a lot of time down there. And if he comes down from his medicinal high right now, mm -hmm. while he's <laughs> taking continuous damage and he can't do anything that he wants to do, he might need to roll a second character, which would be fun. <laughs> well, Technically third. 
Because he, he had yeah. before this that died too. <laughs> yeah. You know, Tesh, he's, he's got some characters. He's got some characters. Yeah. He might get one more. Yeah. Um, Here's a fun fact, though. Uh, Regicide is the only campaign who still has their chest. So... <laughs> Because yeah, now Kingmaker's chest belongs to Reg um, Regicide. I think he said their chest went into uh, where yeah we're the, they so. fused together, I guess. And Thronekeeper just gave theirs away. So mm. you guys are the only people with chests now. Great. I'm gonna start leaving notes. Gotta, get, <laughs> gotta collect all three chests to unlock super chest. Now that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm worried about what the Arbiter is doing right now because Kingmaker seemed uh, to care a lot about what the Arbiter was doing right now. Um, Some about, you said you didn't want to know, so I don't want to tell you. <laughs> is there a divine war going on? Is that what he was saying? Yep. Um, okay. So yeah, that's fine. Just, Maybe Regicide's killing the God King. Maybe that's what our whole objective is. Hmm. I don't like that you both raised your eyebrows when I said that. I mean, <laughs> I was joking, guys, right? Right? Yeah. No, yes. Yeah, yes. You're in a CRPG uh, now. You, your objective is to kill God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Div divine aside. Yes, I'm getting rebranded too. <laughs> um, so going back to the story that was being told last night. Uh, Baldy leaves us. Yeah. And Raven's gone. Illin's gone. It's just Kroll left. He's played by Scott at this point. So, really, the whole Kingmaker is gone. Um, and Kroll decides. Well, first, there was. Um, who was it? Uh, yes, the guy who took over before. Yes, Esmond. Yeah. yeah. Esmond, Esmond was on the thing. And Esmond's like, I'm going to tune to it. I'm going to roll with time. And we're like, no, don't do it. And then he did it anyway. And it worked out pretty well. We all de-aged a few years. We're like, oh, yeah, I feel a lot younger. And then Kroll's like, all right, time for me to get on. And I was going to say, hey, before you go on, maybe we should leave. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say that. But I guess it didn't happen. I was no. like, all right, bye. But they were like, nope, you're just standing there. You said bye. You're waving. You're just standing there. I'm like, okay. And then Kroll gets on. <laughs> And he's like, time. Scott's like, yeah, he'll, he's got this crazy wisdom save. He's going to be great. Roll the die. It's a one. That's an automatic saving <laughs> throw failure. Yeah. Oh, great. And then uh, Rena somehow immune again. She's. Funny. Yeah, how did she get immune, dude? It was constitution rolls, and she's got that arm which helps with the constitution saves. Oh, okay, okay. And Katie's de aged again, right? Katie's de aged twice. No, he, the second yeah. time he was immune as well. Oh, he was he passed it. That's right. And then um, Ophios, boy, he de-aged a lot. <laughs> he went from I don't think year old, face begins well, to cover it. Yeah, <laughs> year old uh, hero snake, full adult male to egg. It's yeah, egg. it's an egg. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen there. And then someone used the curse on me. Someone cursed me from the beginning of the campaign, I guess. Scott was like, hey, there's an unused curse on Elijah. Uh, it wasn't the beginning. Uh, I, I saw it come in like after the break. Oh, okay. He said it was from a while ago, so I thought I thought he meant the beginning. Um, so 
I rolled 4d4 for my age, and I'm aging at this point because I rolled an odd on my 1d420 roll. Um, so I aged up 14 years. I mean, it was, it was pretty nice the way it dice rolled because you got two ones. Well, you also got two sixes, but... That's... I love I love to hear that. Got... So now I'm a 44 year old man. Again, <laughs> I was 30 when I started this six months ago. Yeah, and then you I aged six 30 years. I mean, you got those six years and back I and then... again. In 44, yeah. I'm gonna oh, wa- okay, okay. From from Commander Barnes' perspective, this is gonna look so stupid. We're all yeah. gonna walk out. Rena's gonna look perfectly fine. Kate is just going to look like his young self again. I'm going to be an old man. I'm going to be like grade. I'm going to be like my eyes are failing me. I'm 44. I know it's not that old. I'm over exaggerating. But like, I'm going oh, to be like. Don't know that feeling pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, we're all going there. We're all headed that direction, buddy. And then, uh, and then we got an egg with us. So the three people he sent in, two of them have changed. One hasn't. And they have an egg now. And she's gonna say, "Where's Rayron?" We're gonna be like, "Honestly, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. I, I really don't know. <laughs> Maybe the ooze dimension, if they're the ooze plane, if you believe in it. I don't know. She's not gonna believe this straight away. Oh, and then we have this random lady with us. <laughs> yeah, random lady. Did she, did, she did she age or de-age? I don't remember. I think she was safe from. I think it was saying he was saying. Yeah, she, she didn't get affected. How did she pass it? Had she passed? I, I don't even know if it's. I don't even know if it's something from her being partially oozed. Possibly, it could be her being oozed. Yeah, that's my slime girlfriend, guys. Yeah, and she's only got a cloak. She's only yeah, got a cloak. Yeah, okay, so going back to going back to the beginning, when I said if I knew how to work the dust, I would have done this thing. Okay, I'm sorry I made the NPC stand there naked for like a while. Okay, I didn't know what to do. Uh, I just made I made Elijah go try to find clothes, but he his hand passes through them. Only Ophios can pick stuff up. Thanks for letting me know, Scott. Thanks for reminding me. My high int character definitely would have forgotten that. Um, so I come back up I, and I'm like, Hey, I found some clothes, but I can't pick them up. Sorry, you're just gonna have to be naked. I guess I don't know. And then I was like, wait, I'm wearing clothes. Take my shirt. And I gave her my shirt. And Rima gave like, her hey. old cloak, the one that's not magical. So she has like sure. a shirt and yeah. a cloak. She had two, two shirts on and nothing else. And then <laughs> someone in the chat was like, why didn't you just use your dust to make clothes? And I was like, why would anyone want clothes made out of cement? That doesn't make sense. And then everyone told me I'm stupid and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know. Okay, so that was my big apology. I'm sorry. I'm hoping Scott lets me retcon it and just be like, hey, I totally would have not gone downstairs and instead spent that time to make a pants. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, she's a slave. She's probably used to being naked in front of a bunch of guys. Yeah, Scott was like, instead of being like covered up, she's like, oh, she's relaxed. She's arms down by her side. I'm like, Scott, that doesn't make me feel any more comfortable right now. (laughs) Why do you think that hurts? It makes it a lot harder for me to uh, come to terms with what's happening. (laughs) I'm the only one apparently trying to do something because everyone else is like, nah, forget about it. She's just going to be naked. And I'm like, what? No! (laughs) One person's a a female. One person's an egg. (laughs) It is, I don't know. It is going to have done something. Maybe we, uh, does Kroll need clothes anymore? Could we have taken his stuff? I don't know. 
We just kind of <laughs> left him with all his stuff up there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we never really got a resolution on how Kroll's doing after that big time explosion. If he if he was able to control time, we didn't get that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you really want to stay up there and get another 14 years to find out? <laughs> no, okay. So going back to what I told you at the beginning, there were some things that we didn't get done that Scott said he wanted to do. One of those things was, was that there was supposed to be a Yandis segment yesterday. Damn it. But it didn't <laughs> happen. Favorite segments. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, did he tell me to say that? Hold on. Let me check. Uh oh, I okay, so I messaged him at 3.43 a.m. and I said, so Yonda's bit next session, right? And he said, Yes, it would have happened this session if we didn't run so late. And then mm. I said, No more, please. <laughs> at 345. No more, please. I was I'm so I was kind of spitting it to be like five hours because just how many people were on. Well, yeah, yeah six no, and almost... a half hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect amount of time. Six and a half hours after a long day at work. It's three a.m. I'm still feeling spry. You know me. I'm a young guy who stays up late. No, I was so tired. I was tired, and I I felt like I was forty four in real life. <laughs> I was. To be honest, I was good until after the session ended, and then all my adrenaline disappeared, and then I was instantaneously tired. <laughs> instantaneously. Honestly, I don't know what the point of doing all those trials were. I don't think that did anything for us. The only one that was useful was the one Kroll did. Just Kroll's. Um, <laughs> I, like, I know that was probably two or three hours we just wasted in trying to attune to all these things and it was fun sure we thought we were doing something but it didn't really build up to the thing that we thought it was building up to so that's cool it's probably one of the things that he couldn't like it it might yeah it might have been something that he was like okay that's not gonna work because they're taking way too long (laughs) taking forever so yeah maybe maybe we'll get that eventually but probably not i don't think we're gonna have another time temple i think this is it i think we're gonna walk out heroes who don't fail and everything goes well and uh and commander you might actually have one more because you might make you go back in again with her (laughs) if time's fixed and crawls running it you know crawls running the show right now for time does that not sit weird with anyone like that makes Um, me really uncomfortable there's gonna be a lot of old mole shit popping up again probably Oh, in your notes, you wrote, sorry, Vance, to quote you, you said, I thought Dalric was going to take Elijah as the sacrifice to the time altar. I thought so too, dude. (laughs) I was like, well, here we go. (laughs) Dude, I was in chat like, don't you steal Elijah, you bastard. (laughs) Don't do it. Oh yeah, because he is saying like he he's trying to get Yandis back into the party, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh god, he's gonna take this time to do yeah. it. Yandis is gonna be yeah. in hot wind. Oh, he's gonna take this time to do it. He's gonna steal Elijah from us. <laughs> Behind the scenes, Scott has openly admitted to more than once trying to kill Elijah, like bending <laughs> the rules a little bit in his favor to get that extra, you know, five ten percent chance that Elijah dies. Specifically, Elijah. Listen. So I'm feeling a little targeted. So when I walked in Elijah there, and he's like, right. well, I'm have to stay here." I was like, "It's either me or Kroll." I know, if, I know, it's either me or Kroll, because Kroll's new. 
He's got two people in him. And he's and then when he left, I was like, I think it's Kroll. I think it's gonna be Kroll. Yeah. Yeah. So I was glad what? to be right. Once all of Kingmaker started disappearing, I knew it was going to be Kroll. But before they yeah. started disappearing, I was like, oh, he's going to take Elijah from us. Elijah's going to do the noble thing because he's a good yeah. character. <laughs> then think about that interaction when, because I knew that the crystal was going to be useful. I thought I'm, I was pretty sure the crystal was going to go on this altar. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, would he take Elijah only for Yondas to walk up here and be in the same space as Elijah? And then they're going to have a conversation about what happened. I'm like, Scott wouldn't do that to me, right? <laughs> Scott wouldn't make me roleplay and Yondas talking to each other about each of their backstories. Well, like, he wouldn't do that. If Elijah went on there, he would have gone the same way as Yasmin, pretty much, because they're both human. Probably. So it would have been a really old Elijah talking to Yondas. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, a 55-year-old Elijah, maybe. I don't know why, <laughs> but for about... some reason in my mind, every year Elijah gets is really 10 years. <laughs> like it, when he goes from 44 to 45 leave all his hair he'll get all these wrinkles and crow's feet and shit he's gonna be like oh I can't move on my own anymore that's fine and then I'm like what happens when he hits 60 he's gonna be like you guys ever see that episode of Spongebob with the chocolate salesman yep. that's a life at 60 <laughs> I don't remember that episode chocolate what, chocolate. what did he chocolate. say <laughs> he's selling chocolate I remember when they first invented chocolate. I always hated chocolate. Yeah, that'd be Elijah. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. Elijah would be in a wheelchair. Chocolate makes you younger. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come to the time temple. It makes you younger. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Don't tell them. Yeah. Anyway. Listen. That's all she wrote, isn't it? Yeah, I think that pretty much tells you everything. Plan of attack for regicide. You guys know that Kingmaker is out of the part, uh, out of the way now. Rena becomes chosen. Yeah, Rena becomes chosen of the blade. Elijah becomes chosen of the main quill. Don't know what that and means. And we get to uh, it's uh, leadership positions and tolerance that keep what you kill with sort of thing. And and uh, Yondis, you know, gets to do his Yondis stuff. Yandis yeah. gets to be himself. Well, Yandis gets to save the entire universe because that's what's going to happen. Because if he doesn't get uh, yeah, no Amparata... He's going to do it by himself. He's like, who are you? He's like, I'm Kroll. I'm the Keeper of Time. And I'm like, oh, I thought that this crystal was the Keeper of Time. Do you have the crystal with you? Yeah, yeah my mom had it. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I'll have to. Ooh, I wonder if Yondas will have to fight Kroll. Kroll might want to be the emperor. The emperor probably Kroll, yeah. man, but the emperor probably. The emperor Dude, of time is a scary thing. Yeah, he's gonna fuck up so much shit. <laughs> oh well, yeah, because he really oh, was hard done by by Greyrun. I hope Grishka comes back. Mm, same. Oh yeah. That that's what I actually have here in my notes is that um yeah, I, I guess that. you're you were reading that. <laughs> yeah. Is that it's sad to see Kroll go, but we get some more Rishka, which yeah. it's a roaring plane walker, so you know he's in a different plane of existence. If we don't get Grishka, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> yeah. Although I wonder if Kingmaker is gonna take a break for a while. 
like Aurora Planeswalker might be something that doesn't happen right away. It might, there might not be the Kingmaker crew for a while is all. That's all. Sorry. There might be too much. There might be too much. There might be too much. I'm sorry. Sorry, Darwin. Just a really long sensor sound and then us discussing whether or not we should leave it in. And then... <laughs> that would be a good bit, actually. Beep. <laughs> It's like it has a freaking like emergency channel sort of thing. Like, please stand by. <laughs> yeah, we can pretend so, like I was saying something really awful. <laughs> but we don't need to pretend. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, this was a really good, great, amazing week. Unfortunately, there was no Thronekeeper, but you know, what else is there? <laughs> maybe maybe we'll run into them next. You know, Red decided we were trying to decide between should we go to Amalta or should we go back to the Time Temple. So now I'm seeing that we we're choosing which campaign to partner with. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll go to Amalta next. I mean, Elijah. I mean, okay. Let's be honest. Elijah's got to go back to Amalta at some point, right? Like he's yeah. learned too much to just die and not report back. Yeah. So he's gonna go back probably pretty soon, especially now that he's 44 years old. He doesn't have much life left in him. So. Yeah. I feel like he's in my shoes at one point. <laughs> Maybe that's the next bet. That might be it. We'll see. It's up to Scott. It might be a safe place to raise a baby. <laughs> that would be a wonderful light. You have given Steve that's such a good idea. I'm going to suggest that. I'm going to. Hey, Rena, uh, Tyler, you don't get a say because you're an egg. Um, maybe we should take what we got and go to a Malta and raise our son. <laughs> our snake son. I think he needs a good fatherly figure and he needs to grow up in an environment that, you know, he can really thrive in. I think a Malta has good school systems. One, they've got great mages too. We can maybe learn how to deal with magic better. Um, we could teach him the alphabet, you know. They can train him to be a fighter as well. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone has yeah, to. We can put him on the wall. Yeah, put the egg on top of the wall and see what happens. <laughs> That is the number one thing that Green has been. Earthy, Humpty, Dumpty. That wall's so tall. By the time he hits the bottom, he's already hatched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the time he's got there, yeah. Um, but uh, that's gonna be it, everyone. <laughs> more thing. Sorry, it is canon that a molten children, uh, between father and and I shouldn't say father, between parent one and parent two. Um, a great pastime that these children have is they're actually thrown from the top of the wall and then one parent is at the bottom and they're just waiting to catch the child as they come down. Um, so that that's what we do. We do that in the multi. So we've only lost a few kids that way. Frankly, it's like a rite of passage at this point. And sometimes they fly. So it's 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 how you separate the weak from the strong. Yeah, exactly. The weak don't serve, don't catch the kid. <laughs> I mean, the mole's done way worse. <laughs> and the strong children grow wings and they fly off into the sunset. They grow those somewhere else. Cut that out. That's so stupid. I'm sorry. No, I'm... <laughs> yeah, no, keep it. I don't care. Whatever. I've already ruined my reputation. You know, I stream weekly on Dale Rick's channel. Everyone knows I'm I'm just a terrible human by now. He's not funny at all. So, uh, there you go. Everyone has some Hashtag free messy. Delrick did say that he would not boot you from the call. That's the number one. Yeah, I will what agree. the hell, dude? He's so <laughs> lied. He straight up lied. All because he hated my background and my hat. 
and I said something he didn't like, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Just to learn to, you know, listen to other people sometimes. You can't just be so self-centered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, man. I think that's it. But everyone, yeah, that's going to be it. Heard that's God. <laughs> yeah, huge Sorry. thank you to Messi uh, for coming oh, on well. the podcast. It was yeah, great. Thanks for starting early for me. I appreciate that. That was cool. Yeah, um, I mean, it'll probably still taking just about as much time <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah, well, we got the extra half hour in. I'm yeah. starving. I'm going to go eat. Everyone, thank you for all the support. You've been showing the podcast and all that goodness. Thank you, Delric. You did an amazing job on this crossover episode. Hilarious. Nice to have all the cast. You got it was hilarious when you guys almost didn't go into the, <laughs> almost didn't go yeah. into the temple. What did he say? He said, um, um, well, but I, <laughs> I made a whole overlay. <laughs> I think that's what he said. <laughs> You're not going in, I made a whole overlay. <laughs> but I made an overlay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Honestly, right. honestly, he should have just stampeded the tempor- temporal filters into make everyone run into the- <laughs> That would have been cool. Yeah, one escaped, huh? Mm-hmm. One escaped, overlay. yeah. Yeah. One of them turned to come alter. You're closing statements, please, fans. Yeah. yeah, no, just just thank you, um, thank you for you know amazing job. He's just yeah. stressed with all hard. the extra crap he's doing. So you know, and uh, thank you for all the all the um the, the cast members, dude. Like you guys came out, oh, especially no. Kingmaker, no. jumping on no. all kinds don't of weird do times. Don't don't thank us. We, we thank hey, you. That happens so. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't do it this week we're gonna do it next week so you know there's a few people i can name that just listen to you saying that they just keep it stored on their phone they just every hour on the hour they plug their headphones in they play it and it's just you looping thank you cast members thank you cast members hey th- thanks again for all the cast members and they're just like yes <sighs> i need this and i don't want them to have that okay are you talking about your doppelganger According to uh, no. Scott's wife, <laughs> your doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, I'm referring specifically about Neil. Well, I guess I might as well drop the name. Yeah, <laughs> Neil. Neil and uh, Rena, surprisingly. Yeah, you didn't think she'd be like oh, that. No, yeah. no, actually, I didn't. Yeah, no, she all the time. All she does is just listen to other people talk about her. She wouldn't. T- she, she, she's a little. Uh, she doesn't want to talk about it because she thinks it's like a bad image. But no, like honestly, like if you messaged her right now, she'd be like, "Oh, she's just listening to you." You know, she'd say that. She would. You know what? Then I'm going to give you, Rena, a special shout out this week. Thank you. No, don't do that. <laughs> oh, no. Your ego. You know, Rena's all ego. So you, you just ruined her. I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everyone who doesn't know this is sarcasm, just straight sarcasm. I'm sorry. Rena's like the nicest person on the planet. She doesn't care what all the people think about her. That's also a joke. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm done. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, yeah. I'm going to be on Lost Initiative soon. Can I say that? I'm gonna yeah, be in, you uh, can. We already know. Yeah. In the Witcher campaign. I'm so excited. Yeah. So I'm going to be in two campaigns. You guys doing a podcast for that, too? You should. Oh. Well, you Oliver Worm and this one LI show. Scott's about to launch a fourth, uh... fourth, fourth show as well. So it's, um, if Kingmaker stops, maybe we can fit one of them in. <laughs> you know you can do podcasts for each 
five, you can film right after their shows five days a week, you know, make it a full-time thing. Might as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that, now that we're announcing LI stuff, you know, the Discord's yeah. open. So, yeah. join that. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe we can do a podcast now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, you don't need to do a podcast for LI. I'm <laughs> I know. <laughs> but if you were, you would need to announce it right now. <laughs> 